Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, I want to put this on the screen. Will also text us. Uh, Will Z says, I looked up who hasn't made an all-star game with at least 19 points, 13 rebounds, and 8 assists. And Wilt Chamberlain is the only other player who's done it. <laughs> so there's no sample size for this That's because only, only one other guy has done it. That's crazy. So so Jokic was probably like 11 rebounds. It's probably like just that. less rebounds. Yeah. That's crazy. That's absolutely <laughs> insane. And we're debating whether this man deserves to be an all-star. And, and we're, we're probably – well, I am. I can't speak for everybody else. I'm pretty much – conceding the fact he's not going to make the all-star team if he doesn't make it is it the greatest snub of all time like he just put up like he's got wilt numbers he Wilt's literally the only has guy who's done this these dudes wet themselves when they compare uh, Nikola Jokic to 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 Wilt Chamberlain <laughs> or Joel Embiid to Wilt Chamberlain I ain't heard nobody you telling me Will Z's the only person who's ever mentioned this before <laughs> not a single person in sports media has ever noticed that Domas has numbers that only Will Chamberlain has ever had. They do, but like that doesn't get the people going, so you don't talk about it. Mm. You telling me Greeny said that? You monitor and get up. I'm, I'm just saying, dude. Like you these a people know. Get up fan? No, I don't. I don't watch ESPN's garbage besides D'Lo and KC, which is not. It's the best thing ESPN has going. <laughs> hey, but they, they know all ESPN. this stuff. <laughs> what, is, what the guys say? Tell your compadre, your, your colleagues, Stephen, your colleagues. <laughs> I told you, man, these hoes just value points. The the player, the 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 players of the month were just named is Devin Booker. Devin Booker's 30 points, four rebounds, and six assists. Worthy. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a fine, it's a fine month. Mm. These hoes just value points. Mm. That's all we're talking about. Well, like I said, until until it's until it's convenient for their argument. Donovan's on the other side. They'll, the they'll tell you, you know, how great Draymond is. And he is triple single. He had a triple single. But Will, but that's when that's when the intangibles matter. Willsey's message really says Will's the only other player who's done it. He's not gonna make the all star team. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. That that man's name better be called at four oh 
nine or whatever. Demontis Sabonis makes the All Star game, or we riot. <laughs> ridiculous, man. I was gonna um, getting ridiculous. We we have we have one media member that said he should be in there, which is Kendrick Perkins. Mm-hmm. He rides with us. That's our guy. Mm-hmm. But I, I meant to ask you after we saw that, did we ever hear back from the other media member? We never heard back from him. <laughs> no. <laughs> I never I, – I, I was – it was blue. Like the, the text went through blue. So I – I don't know. Again, it's been like 12 years since we last exchanged a text message. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Who were the other nominees for Western Conference Player of the Month, you ask? I shall tell you. Luka Doncic, mm. Shea Gildress-Alexander, Jesus Christ, Sharon Jackson Jr. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Nikola Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, Lori Markkinen, and last on the list, DeMontis Sabonis. Well, at least he was on the list. I, th- I was prepared for you to say he wasn't even on. Now, that probably means Jason Anderson cast his vote. <laughs> That's, That's yeah, unbelievable. I, I'm just, I'm just, I just don't know. I, I don't know. Unbelievable, man. I do not know. I'm telling you, it was points. Luca, Shea, I mean, Shea playing well. Jaron Jackson Jr. on the Memphis Grizzlies? Are you kidding me? You don't get accolades when you're on the Memphis <laughs> Grizzlies right now. Donovan Mitchell won it on the Eastern Conference. Cleveland's balling right now. Yo, that that's a joke. That's a joke. What's his record? <laughs> that's a joke. They played well this these, month. These dudes, but is they, goofy. they're not. They're they're in the. It's like a game worse than the Lakers. Same as the Lakers. These yeah. dudes is goofy, man. Mm-hmm. Rookies of the month were Victor Wembanyama and Brandon Miller. Shout out Brandon Miller. Yeah, Playing man. Well. I, I like Brandon Miller. And I don't care. Like when when you're handing out rookies, don't need to be equate to equated to winning. That that, that doesn't matter. Yeah, Do that uh, whoever you want. Victor's to. going crazy. Well, he went crazy in January. Wasn't he like twenty four and nine or something like that? Yeah, Victor stay good. Stay going crazy. Yeah, that's the guy. I wouldn't be shocked if they threw him into the All Star. I hate this league. Absolutely hate him. Who Vic? Yeah, that's like you can't do that. I'm telling you, you can't put Victor. Why not? All Star game. It's, it's, why not? It's the NBA. Because you're going one who's actually deserving out. Not, look, he can been doing that for. Look, he's though. gonna look. He's 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 gonna be at the the forefront of All Star Weekend. He's been on. He's had. I think it's, it's San Antonio was the unofficial league pass team. They're on every damn night. That's what I'm saying. If you, you want to see Victor Wembanyama, you've already seen him. I, I'll say this. Um, I I agree. I don't I don't think you should put him star game, but I could digest that better than Rudy Gobert. Yeah, that's fine. They didn't put Rudy Gobert in there. That would be <laughs> that would be ridiculous, just to say the least. Let's get Jamel in here. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, Jay? What's up? What's up, fellas, man? What's going I'm on just, with I'm you? I'm just disappointed, man. I, I called y'all a couple of days ago, said we was about to go to eight to ten run, and now I just, you know, I feel like my. Uh, Observations of this team is just elementary sometimes, man. I can't understand it, man. Cause <laughs> it seems like every it seems like everybody always, you know, what the when uh, I think it was with Charlotte, they ended their losing streak. These guys going on a seven game losing ended with us. Homeboy Richardson 
looks like he's an all-star when he's playing us. I just – I feel like we're the NBA's punching bag, man. Like, they look at us like, oh, man, we play the Kings today, man. Oh, yeah, we about to get back on this. This is this is the game we're getting on track. Guys. Why is that? Yeah, I mean, there's and, and 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 I feel you, Jamel. No, no excuse for the for the Charlotte one. That's tough. Miami and Charlotte aren't the same. Nah. Um, that game was winnable for Sacramento. It felt like go Kenny Caraway here. You just hit a couple more shots. It's a completely different game. The shots were there. It's just they didn't. It, they never got into. I, I take that back. They had one stretch where they had a really nice offensive rhythm going. Mm. And it's just one of those really, really unfortunate moments where halftime came at the wrong time. And I'm a big believer in, you know, if you got the right team, you got the right coach, you got the right makeup of individuals, halftime could be a really big deal. We talked about this on Monday. The 49ers headed into the half. I was really confident in getting that stop, holding them to three, holding Detroit to three versus seven. I thought there's a there's a it's it's four points. It's a three score game, but man, psychologically it's different. And they responded, and obviously they 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 responded all throughout the the second half. With with, with Sacramento, it was just tough because they had no offensive groove for the second straight game. By the way, struggled to get into an offensive rhythm in the first quarter. Was able to establish it, and it's like all right, guys, take fifteen minutes here. It's like ah. It's the worst time for that. Yeah. The worst time for that. And then I don't feel like in the second half they ever found that that same rhythm they had. I don't feel like they ever found it again. I, I understand everybody's frustrations with, with losing and all that. I, I get it. I get it. I was like, you know, they lost. And I was like, man, they, they took the hell tonight. I'm not happy about that. But, hey, it's going to happen. They're going to lose a few more games this year. The one thing that I looked at is – and I'm not giving them points for this. I'm just making an observation. The game could have got out of hand, and one of the things we've been asking for all year is for them not to let a 12-point lead yeah. go to 25. Yep. Well, they didn't let that happen today. Mm-hmm. They buckled down. They got back into this game, gave themselves an opportunity to win it in a place that apparently they just – they're going to win once every – decade it feels like Dude, well, that's pretty damn close they've <laughs> won they're they, they've lost what's what's the number those guys said that 31 out of the 36 times that's crazy that is crazy the way you make this game not matter too is just win the next two or something you win six out of your last seven so that's and that and that leads to something i was saying to jesse before the show that i don't think i said to you is one thing that this game does at least to me is it makes Securing the back five and thirty-one. That is just incredible to see like that on the screen. That is just amazing. Um, I feel like Friday's game, tomorrow's game, which you can watch with us at thirty-two Bruce That's Street, right. That's Sky right. River Casino. It got a little bit bigger. Why do you think that? Here, they lost four. Mm-hmm. They won four. In a. In a grand in the in in the grand scheme, losing to Miami probably not that big of a deal. It's really no big deal if you win tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's the flow of the season, right? You're probably not going to go on multiple seven, eight, nine, ten game winning streaks. When you lose four and you wipe that out right away by winning four, all right. Then you lose to Miami. Okay, now settle into the season. Now now settle in here. You've been playing. This is the argument. Been playing good ball for the better part of the last 
10 games or so, even last night, like even the last two games where they haven't played good, mm-hmm. Memphis isn't very good. You did enough to beat them. That's all that matters. You just couldn't do enough to beat Miami. All right, fine. You didn't get blown out, though. You just didn't do enough to get over that hump and beat Miami. Mm-hmm. Fine. Now you lost to Indiana earlier this year. Tyrese didn't play. Siakam wasn't even there yet. Mm-hmm. You're going against this new version of the Pacers. They haven't really found their footing together. And you win, it knocks. It, uh, yo, it's the flow of the season. It's whatever. You lost to, you lost to Miami. Keep it moving. You went back and beat Indiana. First night of a back-to-back, by the way. Then you got Chicago the next night. It's whatever. But if you lose, then it becomes, okay, wait a minute. You lost four. You won four. Then you lost two. Now you're headed into the second night of a back-to-back, and this whole fan base is going to be tense heading to a game against Chicago. I feel like tomorrow's game has gained a little, little, a little, a little, 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 little more juice to it. Uh, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I think I look at the whole thing is, and, and for me, the, the stretch that I would be looking at is you're going on a seven game road trip. What do you want to do? What do you consider a, a success with this road trip? I said at the beginning, four and three, if you lose tomorrow, still have the ability to, to finish that out. I, and I understand the things that you're saying. I, at the end of the, the seven games, I don't really care how we got there. They can lose three straight and then beat Cleveland. And you end up being four and three on a seven-game road trip. That was the goal coming in. And that's 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 where my my focus is. So I'm still keeping keeping an eye on the road trip, the road trip, the road trip. I want to come out of this road trip four and three. And however you get there is how you get there for me. I understand what you're saying though about you know the the actual games like you won four now you lost two now you got to try and bounce back from that I get it yeah um, and I'm not even talking about from an elevated standpoint like I'm talking about in the moment mm-hmm. tomorrow's game feels bigger to me because they lost this one now you're right when we return on Monday it might not be or probably better off Tuesday when we return on Tuesday it might not be when they return to the Golden One Center on Wednesday. Yeah, it might not be as big of a game. But right now, I feel like tomorrow's a bigger game than it was prior to the buzzer going off last night. Mm. This is how I feel. Um, Because it'll just be more of a feel of inconsistency. Well, it kind of just discredits the four-game winning streak, right? No. Not yet. Not yet. I don't think it discredits it yet. Well, not... Not maybe discredited, but it's kind of like you won four, but it's like you're just never consistent. I can't buy into you winning no, four because it's like you're going to just lose your next three or something. So I, I agree with that. It feeds into the inconsistency thing. Like I'm not going to say, oh, this team's back. They won four in a row just for them to go and turn around and lose two or three. Well, see, that, and that's the thing. Two, I don't think, is two is like, oh, come on, man. Then it just heightens the second night of a back-to-back, the Chicago game. It's like, all right, you get that? smooth things out again, and you close things out, which is going to be a really difficult game against Cleveland on Monday. And you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but that last game of a road trip. Oh, man. Oh. And I don't know if you guys know this about that Detroit game. <laughs> the first game back from a long road trip, it's kind of like a road game. We're like at 20 scheduled losses already. <laughs> King's got a tough stretch coming up here. 
We're here to cover it all. Steelham and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino, where we will be tomorrow. Come through, hang out with us. Uh, we're doing the live show beginning at 12 o'clock inside 32 Brew Street. Then we're going to hang out. Tip is uh, just after 4.30. We'll watch the game together, the Kings and the Pacers. We would love to see you uh, at Sky River Casino. Again, 32 Brew Street inside Sky River Casino. We'll talk a lot about that throughout the day. Matt George, final hour of the show. Much more ahead as either one KC continue on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I saw saw an interesting question over on Instagram from our people over at uh, HOF. Mm -hmm. They asked the question, what is the more um, iconic structure, the landmark structure of Sacramento? Capitol Building or the Tower Bridge? Mm. I feel like for outsiders, it's the Capitol Building. I feel yeah. like for us, it's the Tower Bridge. That's interesting. I commented and said the beam, but between those two, I think it's the Well, that didn't answer the question. I said between those two, I think it's the beam, uh, the Tower Bridge. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so. But I feel like, like a, you know, Games. Well, I guess they usually shoot both. Plus, they're in close proximity to each other, mm-hmm. so it's pretty easy to do both. What was, was there a consensus? Tower Bridge. Yeah. Okay. Now, obviously, that's probably a lot of locals. I feel like locally, locals who, I don't feel. I feel like locally, no one cares that the Capitol Building is there. Yeah. It's, everybody got one. You know, fifty. <laughs> there's fifty of those. Like no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tower Bridge. Yeah, that's dope. That's that's like the uh, the the Capitol. Um, like the park pass, mm-hmm. I think we could do a little better with that. That could be like really, really nice as far as like city and keeping really? it up and stuff like that. Like it could look really nice. There's times, especially in the summer, when it's yellow, the grass is dead. Oh, I, 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 I gotta say, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I well, get some turf then. We paint it. Get some turf, like really, really nice uh, all the the year round. But when it's just dead, looks deep. Mm. Yeah, they get that Jesse's turf in there. Probably right. They probably let's get that field turf in there. Well, that's probably not the best idea to go. Hey, we're going to spend 
a hundred thousand dollars on turf here. Tell me, you just Capital spray paint. I, think, I feel like that's what people do now. They spray paint their lawns. I've been there. If, I, I don't spend a ton of time. I I mean, the times I've been there, it's gorgeous. But sure, I can see. They had weather uh, situation causing the grass to look. I was watching a, um, a YouTube video on you know I'm like obsessed with start stadiums and arenas, and I saw a YouTube video on RFK Stadium, Ooh. and I didn't know that was like down the street from the Capitol. Like literally, like how the Tower Bridge is in a line to the Capitol here. It's not that close, obviously, but like that that street. It's just one street from the Capitol to RFK Stadium. I think RFK Stadium is over like a little overpass or a bridge or something like that. But it's it's right down there. I thought that was pretty dope. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. It's either the Capitol or Washington Monument, one of the two. But they, they kept showing the aerials, and I was like, damn, for real? That Maybe it's the Lincoln Monument. I don't think so. Well, the, the, I, the Lincoln Monument and – um. The capital are within, like if you're if you're shooting something, it's mm-hmm. right over. Like it's, I I've never, I've never seen RFK Stadium before, which is like it leads me to I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I think they just put it down. I don't even know if they did they put it down yet. So looking, so I think you're you're I think you're being extremely generous. So well, it's probably like a mile and a half, but it's it's on the same street, is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> so I there's Lincoln. Is this was this has yeah, to be so, Washington? So look at this. this has to. Sorry, this I'm. Okay. That was a pretty cool aerial. I, I, I'm curious how far away that is. Because it's, it's, I literally don't think I've ever, in all my, I don't think I've ever been, I never thought I was anywhere near RFK Stadium. Like I said, there's like RFK a. RFK Stadium. There's a body of water on a road that's. Uh, let's go Washington. This is what makes this show beautiful. <laughs> my RFK man. Stadium. Hasn't hosted a game in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I don't even okay. know if it's still standing. <laughs> okay, so this this checks out. It's five miles apart. Okay. And it is, it's a your 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 point is it's a it is a straight shot. It's a it's a it's a it's a straight line down. Um but yeah, it well it's I'll, I take that back. It's not five miles from the Capitol, it's five miles from uh the Washington Monument. Mm. The Which Capitol is in line like with a little, the Capitol, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. uh the, the Washington. So like, there's there's always the famous shots where you could see the Washington Monument from outside. The I think you could see it from outside the Oval Office, but I think like the president's bedroom mm. has like a ba- like balcony. You could see it out. It's a straight look. There's nothing around because obviously no one can get over there. Yeah. It's a straight shot at the Washington Monument. I should have known that after watching Designated Survivor. Or Scandal. Or Scandal. There's that too. I saw saw something else last night that was... uh, Find you someone else who will break down the the distance of the RFK RFK Stadium. From the Capitol. Yeah, because that is very valuable to the Tower Bridge. Uh, I saw something else that was interesting last night. Did you know Mm. that the day... 
President Reagan was uh, had his inauguration it was the same day as the Super Bowl, and he flipped the coin at the Super Bowl between um, the 49ers and the Dolphins via Zoom, <laughs> even yeah. though there wasn't Zoom then, but via, via satellite. So on the he's in this office. They said there was like a crazy winter storm, snowstorm going on. So he got he did his inauguration like in a room, like in the studio. Uh huh. He did his inauguration, and then he got on camera in his other room, flipped the coin, heads or tails, and they played it in Stanford Stadium on a makeshift uh, video board. Fascinating. I did not. I, I did know not know that last night either. I did not know that. That's he incredible. Said, it's tails. <laughs> Is there a chance that it was pre-recorded? Uh, maybe. I don't think so, though. Oh, okay. I don't think so. It could. I mean, it definitely. Like, could. hold on, guys. We can't start the game yet. We can't get the president's satellite feed up to flip the damn coin. That's interesting. That's that's a, that's a good little. Did you know? I didn't know that. I was one. surprised. It was the inauguration was on that day. Well, the Super Bowl used to be a lot earlier. January twentieth, obviously. Yeah, obviously, it was the inauguration, and it was on a Sunday. Do they have yeah. to have the inauguration on the twentieth? The. Well, isn't it now the. 21st? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Can you imagine the president having to move over for the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> this is a just a terrible... <laughs> this is just terrible. When is inauguration day? Well, so it's the it's 20th the or Monday, 21st if January... Yeah, it's the 20th or 21st if, if the 20th falls on a Sunday. Where were you at for Obama's? Were you in out there? The I the for the inauguration I was where was I I I was where was I my mom that was two thousand eight I remember I remember election night I remember election night very well I think we were in I think we were in Knoxville because that's January I think we were at Pat's house I think we were in Knoxville. Because her dad was at the inauguration, mm. and a bunch of her people were at the inauguration. Yeah, Cheryl and El Grove went out there. I, I kind of, I, I wanted to go, but I didn't like press it to go, and I, I kicked myself. I probably should have just found a way. I heard it was freezing cold out there. It was. It's ter- like January in yeah. D.C. is terrible. But they was out there. Like man. terrible, terrible. And also, you have to have a ticket. Like, it's not like there's a, I take that back. Well, there's certain yeah. areas yeah, you where you have to have line, a ticket. Yeah. If you don't have a ticket, I don't want to go. Yeah. What am I going to do? I could, li- You're I could, down there by RFK Stadium. I could, I could right. I could listen to it at home. <laughs> what do with two million people out there? Like, hell no. That was a moment, though. I, 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 right, I Bro, see. when that man got out the car for the walk, I was scared Ooh. to death. I was scared Oof. to I was scared to death that night in Chicago Man. until that camera yeah. until that camera hit it right and I, I was like oh there's just there's there's glass there's there's that there's that bulletproof glass up all over that stage which you you it, it, and that's a hey, salute that's amazing you couldn't see it right until the the camera shot it the right way it was like oh okay and but man when that man got out to walk I was scared to death yeah man yeah scared to death they told him not to. I got to do it. Like, nah, ain't no way I'm not doing that. Mm. Well, happy Black History Month. Happy Black <laughs> History Month. February 1st. This day 
<laughs> black history just, every day well, it, did, it didn't happen on february 1st <laughs> oh yeah that's that's not a this day it's just the lesson for the day what was the blackish line and that's another black person you should care about <laughs> shout out to the tower bridge shout out to the Capitol. shout out to rfk shout Stadium. out to rfk shout out to president obama well shout out to ronald reagan too because well, he was, that's where I draw the it, well, Is you, that today's you, podcast you, title, you, maybe? You brought him up. <laughs> Kenny Caraway. That's where I've had it. Kenny Caraway for Ronald Reagan. No, no, no. Reagan no, Caraway. Do not put that on his shirt. Hell no. <laughs> Kenny Caraway going to tell us about trickle-down economics here. <laughs> he really did say, hey, I have a fun fact about Ronald Reagan, guys. No, I said I had a fun fact about this just in general. It was more ge- ge- towards the Super Bowl. I don't know. I heard you'll never believe this Ronald Reagan fun fact, fellas. <laughs> wait till, wait till, wait till Kenny Caraway for Ronald Reagan ends up <laughs> oh, on a shirt, boy. Man, uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you some, some stories off air, boy. I tell you, they talk about, yeah, they tell, oh, they talk about that president. I was like, come on, man. Our man Edison went to D.C. He said the whole family oh, he went, went to uh, the went inauguration. To the inauguration, yeah. That was yeah, a moment, I, man. I really do wish I, I remember watching. I don't remember where I was at at home watching it, but uh, it, you know, I had FOMO once, probably like on that when my mom got out there. She got out there like Friday or Saturday and was mm-hmm. telling me like so many people were out there, so many black people, mm-hmm. all the little events she was going to. I was like, damn, I should have tried to get out there. Damn, that was a, that was a that was a once in a lifetime moment. It definitely was. I <laughs> I have no. I have no doubt. Well, that was a once in a well, lifetime even, moment. But, well, even if it does happen again, that was the first. Like I, we could have I twenty. I think you more. were right the first time. Ah, <laughs> I think you were right the first I time. I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, Kenny, Kenny, gonna happen next. Kenny, just, Kenny just woke up from an eight-year nap. Apparently. Well, they. Well, <laughs> I didn't say the politics. <laughs> I was gonna say they they struggling right now. They're struggling, and the party is struggling. This Ronald Reagan commercial is approved by no, Kenny no, Caraway. No, don't do that to me. Don't do that. Casey to gonna me. go home and watch that win one for the Gipper movie that he starred in. Hell no. I had no idea. Hell no. Well, we've hit the stage of the show where people are now calling with fun facts regarding RFK Stadium. So let's get to was Jeff. It Ramsey? Oh, I thought it was Ramsey. Jeff, what's up, man? Hey, is this y'all? Yes, yeah, us. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, man. All right. I, I got some fun facts about RFK Stadium. Okay. And, uh, if you're ready for this, uh, one of these days I'll call in. We can talk hoops and all that. But uh, This is funnier. So, yeah. Oh, it's it's pretty good. Uh, and uh, I'm old. So this I grew up back east in the south. And so this would have been 1972. I was 13 years old. And we lived in Northern Virginia, so I'm 13 with my 15-year-old sister, and we get dropped off at RFK Stadium on July 4th to see the Rolling Stones. (laughs) And so we're in RFK, July 4th, 72, and we're 20 yards center stage right down there. (laughs) A lot was going on. The opening act on that tour was a dude named Stevie Wonder. Oh, wow. wow. That's crazy. It, it changed my life. I'm just telling you. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's kind of fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of. Also, Stevie opening for the Rolling Stones, huh? 
I guess music was different back then. We were in Chocolate City too. Well, well, we were in Chocolate City. I don't know who stayed. <laughs> if that was what they were trying to do, if that was the plan, but hey man, we got to get, yeah, get some of the residents in here. I don't know if they stayed for for the Rolling Stones, but mm, that's a that's a big that's a big area. You remember Maryland, Virginia? Mm-hmm. It's all DMV. It's all close by. Shout out to the DMV, man. No doubt. All people out there, Sherilyn, Baltimore. Coming out to Cali, you know what it is. Well, if you have fun facts that you'd like to share regarding <laughs> RFK Stadium or FedEx Field or oh, that dump inauguration, or you just want to profess your love like Kenny did for Ronald Reagan, no, see, no, hell shoot no. us a call. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> not hey. this month. Not today. Hey, we cut we the I, we cut that. the I love Dodgers clip from Kenny last week. Best believe we will have <laughs> I love Ronald Reagan this week. <laughs> not to, well, not ever, but not today and not this month. I'll tell you that. Uh, I love is. So three and a half years into this show, that has to be the first time Ronald Reagan's name has ever been said on this show. <laughs> I'd say so. That's incredible. Uh, Ronald Dragon. Well, there's that. <laughs> you, got, you guys got anyone you've seen before? Like they blew up. Um, Jeff said he saw Stevie Wonder like opening up. Uh, that's a good question. Sort of. I have two. Well, but you're most famous. Well, I shouldn't say you're most famous. I don't know that. But Rihanna, before she was Rihanna. Well, yes, it was Rihanna before, like, she wasn't this Rihanna, but, like, SOS was a big record. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, she hit, like, that's, that's like, a massive, you know, she she ascended to an entirely different level. But I, I met her a couple of times. The two that, that stand out, one, we actually joked about this the other day on 102.5. Like, Akon had an, an, a run mm-hmm. where Akon was, like, on every record. Mm-hmm. I met him when he, I think he was with, man, I think he was with the rep with Angie Martinez. I can't remember who it was, but I remember at an appearance, a KSFM appearance, and punk-ass Tony Takate was like, oh, hey, um, is, you know, so-and-so's uh, uh, new artist, Akon. Like, what's up, bro? Y'all know what Akon is. Dark-skinned, skinny dude. Had like a white, like pretty white tank top on. Like, didn't think anything of it. It was just like, hey, what's up, bro? Like, and, and I talked to him for like 20 minutes. There was nobody out there to see him. Yeah. Nobody know who he was. And then obviously he he blew up to, to what he was. The other one is different, but I interviewed Justin Timberlake at Arco. They sent, for some reason, no one wanted to do the use. So they sent, this was very in my, like my go. So they sent me with this little recorder and they're expecting you and you'll have like 10 minutes with Justin Timberlake. It was Justin Timberlake. And Christina Aguilera at, at at Arco, and so Justin is phenomenal. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to the practice facility and play ball. <laughs> I was like, All right, cool, man. Um, appreciate you. And then the record person grabs me and he goes, Hey, would you come talk to the Black Eyed Peas? Oh. Like, yeah, for sure. So that's the joint. That's the like the Black Eyed Peas were out. Yeah, like in hip hop, but they were still the Black Eyed Peas. Mm-hmm. So we went over to the room that used to be the family room at Arco Arena and everything had been cleared out and just mats like wrestling mats were laid down Mm -hmm. and they were going through like different dance routines and stretching and moving and doing all of this stuff. So the record guy pulls me in there and the black eyed peas are there and he's I I just talked to them for 10 minutes, did some stuff on mic, got some drops and we finished up. I was like, hey, that wears the love track. It's it's like it's hot. Like. I know it's not what you guys do, 
But that might be the record that breaks you out of the underground hip hop group to a main, you know, to a pop group. Well, I didn't say a pop group, but to like a, a mainstream group. Right. And I oh, appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're proud of the record. We think we've got some great things coming up and I leave and. Wow. They be, they they became Black pop Eyed stars, Peas. the Black Eyed Peas. Wow. Yeah. Damn, that is big. JT and the Black Eyed Peas. That, that's crazy. That's crazy right there. That's yeah, like that. Yeah, J- before J- they were who they were. Well, right? JT, no, J- JT was Justin Timberlake. Like J- Justin Why didn't Timberlake. Why did nobody want to talk to him? I don't because they, because they're lazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean seriously, this group of people that worked there were lazy. Believe it or not, a lot of people don't like their jobs. I think. Yeah, I think that was Future Love Sex. Mm. That timing might be off, but I think it was Future Love Sex when Where's the Love dropped. So nah, Justin Timberlake was a star. Yeah. They just were. They were. Just, they were just trash. I. I. I uh, the. The people I worked with. They were just lazy. So it was the black eyed peas that were. That was the. That was the game changer. Huh. That's crazy. That. That's. That's a hell of a combo right there. Those two. Like that's seeing good. them before they were who they were. I don't well, really, I, see. Jay's right. D'Lo a pop. DJ confirmed. <laughs> just like Kenny said. That's right. No, that's, that was an all-time moment. We're just never going to leave it. <laughs> the, um, I didn't go to a lot of concerts, mm. so I don't really have, I don't really have anybody like that. I, the the one that I remember is, and I don't remember everybody that was there, but I saw Criss Cross in '92. I don't know why I chuckled when you said that, and I think. I know, I know for a fact Mary J. Blige was there. For some reason, I'm starting to think Aaliyah was there, but I don't, I don't think so. There was somebody else there, and I can't find who was all on that tour. But Mary J. Blige was there, and she was the, she like the third act. She wasn't even like the co-headliner or nothing like that. But she, I think she had what's the four one one that was out, or she had Real Love or something like that. But yeah, that's about it. Mary J. Blige is the only show to this day I've ever sat in the front row for. It was at some theater in San Francisco, I think, mm-hmm. that we did a giveaway to. We took a, we took a bus, a Kenny Caraway bus. Bring it back. We need uh, to bring it back with winners, and and uh, the, the winners got front row tickets, and we we sat with them, and it was awkward because she'd look at you because you know when you're in the front row on the you know this from I don't, I don't, I, no no what, what, when you're what, at the venue. Oh, yeah, when the yeah. lighting is a certain way, you can only see like the first two or three oh, rows, bruh. <laughs> right? <laughs> see so, nobody, right? Exactly. <laughs> so when the artist is up there, they they'll look at you because they're all you can. They're all that you're the only person they can see. Yeah. And when you lock eyes with Mary, it's come on now. It's more come awkward because I don't know what to do. She's sitting there and she's singing and she's looking at me and I'm like. <laughs> Are you flirting with me? Like, what's, you want, you what's, want me to come on stage? Is that what you want? It's a... No. No. And then she starts motioning to security. Hey, watch this one. See, but you get to tell, tell the story forever now that Mary J. Blige sung to you. That's that's what I'll tell people. Well, that's exactly what happened. If she's that's singing and she looks you in your eyes, she sung to me. That's how. I, that's what I absolutely Mary believe is. happened is Shout Mary out, J. Sing. Shout out Mary J. That's my You point. know, we, 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 you know, we might have had one in the second run at KSFM. She's a star, but Sunday could change everything. Mm, yeah. Victoria Monet yeah. came through these studios. And again, don't yeah. get it twisted. 
Victoria Monet's a star. She could go to another place. But she walks home with seven or eight Grammys on Sunday. She can go to that's another a whole, place. That's a whole different, yeah. you know, whole that's a whole different conversation. Um, and now she's amongst Sacramento. She's already Sacramento oh, elite. queen. Yeah, now she hits an entirely different level. She's yeah. walking home with six, seven Grammys. I think she's going to get three. That's my that's my guess. She's gonna. It's just crazy because she has to beat Sissa. <laughs> that's know, what it boils man. down to. Damn. It's a it's a Damn. it's a hell in a cell match with Victoria <laughs> Monet versus Sissa. I think I think she gets. Uh, I think she gets. She gets three. I hope so. Um, I hope so. I just thought about something too. We'll talk about it during the break. LeBron, Jimmy Carter. Le, no, well, Jimmy Carter. I don't really know too much about Jimmy Carter. I just know he was always at the Braves games, but. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to Le- LeBron this one. Oh. I'm gonna have to cut the mics off on Le- LeBron this one. Um, uh, another thing I meant to tell you, since this segment is almost yeah, oh, yeah, we lost this one. This this one, I this s- this one started hey real quick and went to health. We had Watergate next, baby. Watergate. <laughs> <laughs> I saw last night for the first time. Uh, I'd never seen it. You probably seen it. I've never seen it. The footage of Michael Jackson's hair catching on fire. Oh, yeah. I had never seen that before. How did you come across that? Ace sent it to me on Instagram. <laughs> Isn't that Why? just like readily on YouTube? I feel like everyone's seen no, that. No, it's, I've it's never out gone, there. Yeah, it's not uh, a secret, yeah, but it's I, never, out there. I never thought Why to Why did Ace it. send it to you? And he probably had never seen it either. Oh, that's crazy. He's like, this is wild. Oh, I've definitely I seen just, that. The only thing yeah, I remember it from is it. from the Jackson's American Dream mm-hmm. and how that went down. Yeah. I never thought to go look for the, the real footage. That was crazy. They said that was the start of everything. Man, that was crazy. That was the start of painkillers and plastic surgery. His hair was legit. His head was legit on fire. Mm-hmm. And then you can't, from what I saw, you couldn't really see him. Like at the end, you saw him a little bit, mm-hmm. and the hair was gone. Mm-hmm. It was already gone. Yeah. That was crazy. Well, that's, there's, there's product in it mm-hmm. for the shoot. Mm-hmm. What happened again? So he, he they were filming a Pepsi commercial. And he was at the top of a stage, and part of his 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 cue to go was there was like an explosion of pyro, like and he was gonna like yeah that. he was gonna like spin and come down the stairs. So the pyro hit his hair, which again had product in it. So the pyro sparks hit his hair, and his and he's walking down this yeah like I don't know if it even register with him for a little bit because he's walking down like. Kind of calm, like in in character. Well, yeah, it's probably it's burning through his hair. It yeah. hasn't reached yeah, it hasn't the part of his, his scalp yeah, his yet. Scalp, yeah, and then all of a sudden, everybody just rushes the stage, like mm-hmm. trying to get it out. But he's walking down the stairs with his flames mm-hmm. coming off his hair. He mm-hmm. has no idea, mm-hmm. and that's insane. Yeah, yeah. we know uh, what year this was. The word eighty. It was victory. So eighty four. Mm. Maybe 84. Alfonso throws in um, a Robert Kraft on. Didn't you tell a story about how Michael Jackson ties into Robert Kraft on in the Patriots somehow? Yeah. The, <laughs> oh, man. The, the victory tour. Oh. The vi- okay. Coming up next. I love this show. <laughs> I swear to God, this is the greatest radio show ever. Well, you missed a hell of a one o'clock hour if you're just tuning in. <laughs> 
No clue what to title that letter for the podcast. Wild, wild times. <laughs> do, do not uh, associate me with Ronald Reagan. I just know that much. All I, all I know is the first person <laughs> to bring up Ronald that. Reagan's name in three they, and a half years they, is you. They're going to be some furniture moving if my name is connected with Ronald Reagan. I want to attach your name to it. I got to throw Ronald Reagan in the Kenny Four Reagan coming to a. I, to a uh, Dave Garcia. <laughs> You know what to do. There's going to be some furniture moving. <laughs> there is a, a Barling Caraway 2024 shirt over on. I remember that. No one's bought that. <laughs> More people have bought Smash Them Boys oh. than. I didn't know that was still in circulation. It's still there. It's there. Yep. It's Damn. there. 49ers colors, too. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't need it. <laughs> Still don't need it. If I can get us back. Did I ever say there. put that on a shirt for that one? No. <laughs> man, that's 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 Dave Garcia being that's proactive. He, he, man, he's creative. He's, being, he's creative. He's, he's being he's being proactive. And it did sell. Well, it did. I mean, relative. When it, it did sell, it sell well for some reason, but it did sell. Um, nice little moment in Portland uh, last night uh, for Dame Lillard. Not so much for Doc Rivers. Portland beat the Bucks last night. That was crazy. Scoot Henderson. Doc's all in two. <laughs> Bro, this is tough. That's a tough look for Doc. Like, I get, I, I guess I get to a certain degree the emotions involved, probably for the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's emotions involved for Dame. You know, the, the, the Blazers are like, yo, look, we, we came to win a game. We don't care nothing about what you did here. You ain't here. Yeah. And you had you you had a you know a you know nice little sports moment at the beginning of the a, a game, and yo, Milwaukee wasn't into that challenge. Yeah. It's a tough look for Doc. Yeah. I. You know, I, I'll give Doc a little bit of a, um, you know, filling out process with this group. I mean, it could be something like we saw with Harden and the Clippers. I think the Clippers lost six straight or seven of nine or something like that before they took off and completely flipped their season around. Just trying to figure out, you know, those first couple of games, trying to figure out how he's going to orchestrate the offense, what offense he wants to go with, who he can and can't play, uh, who he trusts and doesn't trust. So um, give him a little time, but 0-2 is tough, especially losing to the Blazers. You shouldn't need a filling out process for that game. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Um, I, I, I'm a little bit. Di- I, I like Doc more than you do. I, I like Doc. No, you don't. I, I do like Doc. I don't I think just, you do. It just is what it is. You shouldn't have a filling out process at all. You're, you're a coach. Well, he's got to decide who he trusts. If I were Doc, I trust no one. <laughs> I would trust no one in this situation. Well, well, trust the play. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, I got you. Trying to put together a rotation, and you know who you maybe maybe he looked at what um, Adrian Griffin was doing. It was like this guy's playing too many minutes. I'd like to see what this guy could do, and he's he's trying to figure all that out. So I, I give him a little time for that. Did Giannis make a mistake signing that extension? No, no you can always ask out of it. Well, there's that. There is definitely that part. Yeah. You think Giannis is the asking out type? Mm. No. I mean, I, well, no, I game was gonna, wasn't. I was going to say something, and that's just, no, that wouldn't be nice. Say it. You say, well, what, what, you shy now? I'm always shy. I you just shy backed not, Ronald Reagan 10 been, minutes ago. And now see, you, God damn it. There's the title right there. It doesn't have Kenny's name, but there's the title. God damn it. 
<laughs> what? What? Some would say, you talk about is he the ask out type. He's like, no. Some would say he's the coach firing type. I wouldn't say that. You're right. That wasn't nice. <laughs> you went Jason Kidd. I wouldn't say that. Budenholzer. Adrian Griffin. I don't think he got Jason Kidd fired. I think Jason Kidd got Jason. Well, it's Kidd kind fired. of like the Trey Young conversation, though. Like we talked about him and all. No, that. no, I think Trey Young has run some people out of town. <laughs> like I think, don't think that's the same thing. I think Trey Young has run some people out of out of town. I don't think Giannis has. Budenholzer. It feels. I don't. I don't. It feels like they were eager to fire Budenholzer for years, and then he won a championship. Well, we can't fire him now. They were basically. It felt like they were waiting for his next failure. The year that they won, they won, and then. Next time he failed, it was like, all right, man, got to go. Yeah. Got to go. I, I think um, I, I think, I think Giannis made the right choice. Number one, like you said, he can always ask out, but, you know, see it through with Milwaukee. Yeah, and, and I don't think through. he's going to. I mean, I think we're a, a ways away from Giannis. Like, I don't think Giannis is asking out. I think we should probably stop normalizing that, too, these guys asking out. Mm. Um, well, part I mean, of the – I agree, but it's it is real life. Well, it is, but part part of the reason I think it's so prevalent is because we always talk about it. Like, think it was it was before Chris Paul got to Phoenix. Oh, we got to get Devin Booker. Devin Booker has got to get out of Phoenix, <laughs> right? Like, it's 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 just nonstop talk about a guy asking out. At some point, you're speaking it into existence. Like, if 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 Dame Lillard just wants to get caught up on sports. And he turns on Sports Center, and for an hour he hears about how he should ask out of Portland, and he tells you, "I'm not asking out of Portland. Mm-hmm. I'm fine." Yeah. And then y'all bring it up again. I'm not asking out. And then you bring it up again. Then maybe he's thinking, "I'm the idiot. I, I do have to ask out. Yeah. We've been talking about it for three years. We normalize it by talking about it. That's what bothers me about some of these dudes. We've got a problem with these guys asking out. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll shut the hell up then." <laughs> Stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. Stop trying yeah, to get right. guys out of situations that you don't think are good situations. It ain't got nothing to do with you. If they ask out, then you cover it. Stop trying to manifest it. And I think that's – I'm not – I think to a certain degree that's what happened with Dame. They talked Dame into leaving. I think the way he talked about ring culture was – I think that is how he felt. Y'all going to tell me I'm not a great player because I didn't win a ring? You're telling me I'm less than because I didn't win a ring? I'm the, I'm the second greatest shooter next to Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. But y'all see me as less than because I didn't win a ring. He said that for years. Then all of a sudden, okay, well, now I got to go win a ring. Maybe. And then y'all, and, and, and then y'all spent hours dissect. Well, why is he doing this? Because y'all told him to. For three years you told him to. What do you expect? Yeah, and, and maybe he came Stupid across somebody like, like Jerry West, though, too. Because Jerry West, I remember him telling, what's, what's the story he told Kevin Durant? He said, look, man, if you got an opportunity to win, you need to go do it. They, but you, what the hell does Jerry West know about that? They call that man Mr. Clutch. Yeah, but. He Jerry, lost seven NBA finals, and they call that man Mr. Clutch. He, he don't know nothing about the at pressure these athletes face. He's not face. talking about that. He's talking about being a competitor. Do you think Jerry West Jerry West don't care nothing damn near about the one championship he won. He's mad about the seven he lost. For sure. No, and he's telling that. Kevin Durant, he's like, man, if you can go get you more, if you can go get you one or more, go do it. 
because you're going to stay stay up late at night worrying about but, all that other stuff. But how much of that is knowing your audience? Because do you think that's how Kevin Durant felt? Uh, like like he would um, like he wants to ultimate I, goal was winning. No, 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 because I think everyone's ultimate goal is winning. Like I don't I don't question these. Like I don't think guys are out here stat hunting. Like I think they're I think their ultimate goal is to win. Mm-hmm. Except Draymond, he wants individual accolades so he can go to the Hall of Fame. Everybody else's ultimate goal is is winning, but is that like like this is KD driven by rings? Mm, to because, a certain degree, yes. Because go back to we never here here you brought this up like a week ago and we never talked about it. Mm. The Kevin Durant, why am I not in the greatest of all time conversation? And is it simply because he doesn't he, he he only has two rings and they're Stephs? Is that well, why? I, I I think of I think that has something to do with it. Fair or unfair, him going to Golden State did not get him. And like, let's let's be real, we're not evaluating players. That's not what we're doing when we're having these conversations. We're evaluating winning. What you mean by that? Like if if you can't if if we can't have a a conversation about where Kevin Durant ranks as one of the greatest players of all time mm-hmm. because it's immediately dismissed that he went to Golden State, the two titles he won were with Steph Curry, and while I firmly disagree, they're going to categorize Steph Curry as the superior player. And maybe in the long term, maybe when all is said and done, he will be. Mm-hmm. On those teams, Kevin Durant was the best player on that team. Kevin Durant might have been the best player in the world when he was with the Golden State Warriors. But those titles are looked at as less than. If you're the best player on a dynasty and you don't get no run in the greatest of all time conversation, I don't understand how. I mean, I I, I do understand. And I like Kevin Durant. He's in my top ten. Um, but we we lived through it. We lived through it. We We were there. And KD. What do you mean? KD going to Golden State was not the same as LeBron going to Cleveland and winning. It wasn't not the same. at all. So like that's 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 but, what we we can say. That's why we but don't hold it, it in the same regard. The, okay. the, the Warriors were the elite of so, the league, and he went to the elite of the league to to go win. Cleveland, and you could even say Miami, were Cleveland wasn't a, a championship or a playoff team. Miami, I think it just gotten swept in the first round, and LeBron elevated them to a championship level. The Kevin Durant, and you can we but can argue about it, but like, he didn't elevate the Warriors to a championship level. But let's not act like he did it by himself, LeBron James. Let's not act like he did it by himself. He had one of the most historic free agency periods in history, mm-hmm. and then it's not like he was alone when he went back to Cleveland. No, but at the same time, I'm not questioning whether they whether he elevated them or not. That's 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 mm-hmm. undeniable. LeBron James elevates every team he goes to. Right. But to frame it as if like he just went over there and took that same non-playoff team to the NBA championship the next year is a little disingenuous. A little bit, but they they add both teams added one extra player. Kevin Love and Chris Bosh. Kyrie and Wade were there before and were far from getting it done. Far from getting it done. And they went from ashy to classy 
when LeBron got there. And then when he left, they went back to Ashy. Bosch and Wade were there when LeBron left. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So the the he and, and even Bosch if they was, were still right? did, Wade, huh? did Wade and LeBron leave the same year? Um remember when Wade left? Wade did leave. <laughs> I just remember they made an all out effort to, Chicago to, to sign. Yeah. I, yeah, he went to Chicago. He, sta- he stayed though. He oh, stayed. he was there. He, yeah, was, he there was there the at year least following? a year okay. afterwards because okay. I, I, I remember you. they missed the playoffs. And actually, another year because then um, that's when they uh, remember they had the series against Toronto when Kyle Lowry hit the the shot to at the buzzer to send it to overtime. Wade was there on those teams. Okay. Wade and Boss were on those teams. So it was okay. it was they made it back to the playoffs. Okay. And he did a couple things. I he can't had remember a, when he left. He had a um a series. he played with LeBron. He he played with Didn't him. he play with cuz he was Cleveland. He was yeah. part of the great trade, the great trade deadline where they wiped <laughs> out the entire roster. Yeah, so that was So that had to have been his that last was three year. years yeah, you're after right. that. Yeah. Uh, cuz I remember he remember he had that series against Kimba. <laughs> With the Heat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah they, they had yeah, some yeah. He had a big game yeah, yeah. six. Cam Newton, yeah. who we'll talk about later, I think was courtside, and he was oh. talking crazy to Cam Newton. Uh, Wade had some moments. But the the thing about it is KD, it doesn't feel like I, you can make the argument. He didn't elevate them from ashy to classy. They were already classy. And he was the best player. I agree with you. But he they were already there. And that's – that's why they're looked at a little differently. I still look at him as a two-time NBA champion. I still look at him as one of the top ten players to ever play the game. See, okay, I think that's dumb. Hmm. I, I think the idea. So, I let let's 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 talk about let's look at a conversation that we've had recently. Mm-hmm. And you 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 know exactly what I mean when I ask you this question: Why is the talent around Kevin Durant a demerit? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.